0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. This is part one of a two part series that is all about video games. We cover the topic from the perspective of a father who doesn't like video games and a son who enjoys them. It should be a great episode. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. So let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler. Um, we're really excited about. Uh This show, Uh, we were going to do it on uh, uh, Facebook Live, but we were having some technical difficulties. And that's kind of a good lead in because we're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about video games today. Um, But uh, before we even get started, I know uh, Ben was he was he was giving me a teaser of he's he's being depressed right now. (laughs) And so what's up, Ben?
0: So we have this cool store in our town that's called Discount Warehouse. Anyone would love it. You go in and everything's a certain price. So a couple weeks ago they had a $20 day where everything in the store in a certain section was really expensive stuff and it was all $20. So I got a really high-end graphics card, which is for actually like video games, video editing, stuff like that. I bought it for 20 bucks. I sold it on eBay for $600. So I got scammed and they're probably going to get their money back and the graphics card. So here's how it works. Just PSA for anyone. I'll try to make it quick here real quick. So the person bought it. It has zero, you know, zero feedback or anything like that. But they just, they purchased it right away, paid right away. Um, I was getting ready to ship it the next morning. And then I got a message from the person and they I thought and the, per, and the thing said, Hey, uh, I'm actually not going to be at the address. It's on my eBay account. Can you just send it to me at this one? And I was like, okay, I'll do that. So, I sent it to that person. Uh, I then just get a message this evening that says, Hey, yo, bro, I didn't get the graphics card. It says it's in Newark, California, and I live in wherever. And in actuality, I had sent it to Newark, Delaware. Ends up, what happened was I'm, this guy created two accounts. One of them was a different username, and he messaged me and just assumed I would read it as the same guy. So, it basically sent it from eBay seller two, and he said, hey, can you send the graphics card to me at this address? But then the actual buyer who paid for it was eBay seller one, or eBay buyer one. So what will happen is they're gonna dispute this. eBay's gonna say, well, you sent it to to an address from a person who didn't even buy the graphics card, and the person who paid for it didn't get anything. You know, in reality, it's the guy who created both accounts the day he purchased the graphics card. And so there's no way I'm going to be able to dispute it because it was two different accounts. And I just didn't tick the username of the person who messaged me saying, send it to this address. So, and I called eBay and they basically said, well, we can't prove that right now. So you'll have to see. And then the guy just opened up a request. So I'm probably out the $600. But even though, obviously, I didn't buy it for that much, it still stinks because I lost a $600 graphics card that had that much value. So... Just be super careful and never send it to anyone who sends you a message and make sure the username is actually for the person who bought it. So it's wow, pretty did brilliant.
1: Did th- make it sound like this is something that's happened before?
0: I mean, they have to be so like buyer pro buyer. So, you know, she's like, well you know we don't know that because obviously that she said the person who messaged me saying send it to this e- this you know address was obviously a scam person but they had no way of proving the buyer who actually paid for it was because he never interacted with that account saying anything other than hey i purchased it where is it so it's completely foolproof uh, basically other than the fact that's obviously a scam uh, but you know i don't know if i'm gonna be able to prove sickening. that so so we'll see yeah it's okay really can stinks. you
1: shake your head right now and can you I'll get back in the ball game i'll
0: try at least we're gonna have a fun topic. Today. Ben's
1: gonna to be checking his eBay while we're or, yeah. while we're talking, and he'll just go blank. And I know he'll be yeah, that's right. he'll be uh, not no, engaged try not to. in our conversation. Okay, okay, get back in the game. Here we go. Well, I thought today uh, we talked about video games because I have a lot of parents who come up to me and they feel perplexed. They don't know what to do. They feel like this is getting out of hand, and. Um, so I thought it would be really interesting that maybe just Ben and I, we could talk. Because we have two different perspectives. Um, and I, I'm going to tell you about me first. I'm the dad. You know, I don't get video games. I've never played them, even when I was a kid. Because, you know, back in the day, the only time you could really play them were maybe at a Pizza Hut. You know, play Pac-Man. Or you could play... Uh, Maybe if you had a friend or you you got an Atari, then you can play some video games. I played Pong, of course, but but mostly you had to go somewhere to play them. And uh, I grew up with a dad who was cheap, and he basically said to me, "Well, if you want to throw your money away, go ahead." And so I never played them. And so I was maybe my my the who I am. I'm not very competitive, so I don't like. I'm not very fast at those kind of games, so I never really liked them um or I, I didn't get much enjoyment from them um and so then when I became a dad you know uh, I saw some of the the fun things of video games and we really we kept a pretty good harness on our kids you know I mean like every parent this is one of those things that you kind of go back and forth trying to figure out how much is enough my wife and I had this conversation last night about our younger kids you know we're we gonna let them play or and it just keeps it kind of morphs into different things and but what I thought maybe we would do is we would just talk. Um, we were hoping again this would be live so we could get some other questions. And um, but I'm really I, I'm I'm doing this with Ben because I kind of I want his real perspective. I want him to be honest. Um, I want him to uh, you know say what he really feels because I, I want to give all of us maybe uh, some perspective because Ben likes video games. Now, I want to make it clear that he doesn't sit on his couch playing video games all day. He's not a deadbeat dad. You know, I've never thought about that about him. He's very attentive to his wife. He I mean, really, when when he's around, he's not on his phone checking out a video game. Um, I I just but but he still enjoys them. So, Ben, that's me. So I'm the dad. I don't get video games. Tell us about you, Ben.
0: So, I mean, I, yeah, as you said, I do like some games, and I do play some, uh, you know, and I'll kind of go more in depth here in a minute, I think I kind of like how it's, when it's okay, and I think uh, some of the, obviously, I definitely agree with Dad that there are, you know, people who cross lines that are becomes an obsession or an addiction or something that is controlling their life in a lot of ways Um, i'm not like a competitive gamer or anything like that same as dad i mean i enjoy a couple little things like that every once in a while but i'm i just don't get the time you know or even have the drive to like get really good at something like that so i enjoy a different kind of game which would be more like uh, you know, big open world games, like games that you're single player where you're kind of going through as a story, um, more of that kind of thing. Well, um, give us
1: an example because, I, I, cause, you know ever since uh space invaders stopped i really i'm pretty out of <laughs> <Right>. the loop <laughs> well we
0: started out I'll, real quick here i'll give you kind of like our history as a family just so you know like where we're at and i've kind of briefly mentioned this but when we first were young we didn't really have anything um i think our first time i ever really played other than at a friend's house was we had old windows 95 laptop and my brother had a windows 98 laptop and we played like some strategy games on there like age of empires this is old games where you build like you know your cities and your armies and stuff like that. And that was pretty much all we had until I think we were like maybe 12 or something like that. And then we bought our own computers. Uh, again, same similar types of games. We had like one hour every other day is what our thing was, or sort of three hours a week basically because we didn't have weekends. Um, we didn't have any consoles really. We had, I think one time someone from church I think gave dad, because he was a pastor at the time, gave us a Super Nintendo back at the time, but we only kept it for... I mean month or something like that so we didn't have anything until the Wii and I'll talk more about that in a little bit here but uh, the Wii was really the only game console we ever had other than um, our computers so we were always computer game people and
1: really for that I you know I think even back then we like now the kids were only allowed to play it on Sundays Sunday right. afternoons that was kind Wii, of our nap yeah. time and so yeah on kinda... special
0: occasions or every once in a while we do some mom be like sure you can play for a little bit you know but it was all super limited Um, And then, I mean, really, the only time I ever had a console was once I moved out and got married. I think recently my wife and I bought one because we were going to play Minecraft together. We did one time and never played it again. So you know that was for that purpose. But uh, and I've gotten more into it over time, just you know, for multiple reasons. And I'll kind of talk about some of the draws and stuff um, uh, overall. But uh, so yeah, I play open world games. That would be like trying to think an example. uh, That is one that would be. Fun to mention, like uh, Spider-Man is one that just came out this last year, or one called Horizon Zero Dawn, or um, there's like Assassin's Creed games or things like that. They're all just like these big open worlds. Um, the reason I like that kind of game is I like, I'm a big atmosphere person. That's why I like, like Disney world. I like fantasy books, you know, like Lord of the Rings, things like that. Cause I love the atmosphere and the worlds. And that's something that the games can do that, you know, it's hard to visualize that stuff otherwise. And in the game, you can actually, you know, run around and, you know, have your own ship or, uh, you know, go out West in a game. And I think that kind of stuff's super enjoyable. That's why I like it. Um, so yeah, and then Dad mentioned time-wise. I mean, I so I think the big factor in it. Well, we'll come to that maybe a little bit later. I th- I think we kind of have it kind of more segmented off. But uh, so that's kind of I think some of the, the reasons I get you know pulled to it. Um, but well, I also what do you fears. real
1: what, what's the fun part of it for you though, Ben? Is it like. Do you like? Cause you were you like board games too, so I could totally right. understand that. Cause I, I would say like those first uh, video games that you were talking about, like the Age of right. Empires. To me, they looked like they were tiny little miniature guys. Right. I mean, they were tiny, and right. they were just you know it didn't seem like first person. Like where right. you were holding a gun and blam blah blah Which I can totally now. Like when I went to Chuck E. Cheese, I love the games that you right. can shoot things that you know that you were the gun and you know or whether it was a yeah. tank I, I can understand that but what what part did you
0: like what i mean i know? liked at the time it was it felt like i was actually being able to do history i've always liked it because it made me able to do the things or do things that i would never be able to do otherwise and be able to experience things that i wouldn't be able to do otherwise like i love that like you know, back in those old games, it was like I can have my build my own castle and have my own soldiers, and like it felt like what I was reading, I could do it. You know, because I loved history, so that was always cool for me. And then, you know, now I'm playing like a Western game, and I love Western likes feel of stuff and it's like it's fun riding a horse across you know and you're shooting animals and you're killing the bad guys like i think it's like it's getting to do things that i've watched and other things and you get to actually control that and it just it's super fun to me that's really honestly about it i mean i don't really have a lot more now there's the other kind of games that a lot of people are into and this is where i think it comes more the addiction type stuff is things like the fortnights like um you know, uh, Call of Duty, it could be that. It could be, uh, you know, stuff like uh, maybe Minecraft, but not as much that what one. What about Minecraft or Clash of Can't Clans? Clash of Clans, maybe. Really, it's the ones that are competitive, I think, that become often very addicting because they're never-ending. And beating people and being good at it feels super good. I mean, Fortnite, when you get a kill, you know, and all this stuff blows up, you know, it just feels really fun. Um and those are endless. You know, those never have an end. They just continue and continue and continue. It's just the next match, next match, next match. And that's honestly a lot more like the arcades back in the day. The games I play generally aren't very much like that. I play those some, but not very much. Just because those you have to, I feel like, have a lot of time to put into them because they're just endless, and you have to get really good at them, and you know, it takes a lot of effort. Um, so I think that's for a lot of kids is like. Well, maybe you could pull. speak
1: to the the other the part you you've mentioned a couple times, like to get really good at. Yeah. I mean, for me. You know, and I know some maybe some non techie people listening. You know, they 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 we would think, well, who cares if you're good at it? Mm-hmm. Does it feel like it's fun to be good at? Because I knew, oh, yeah. you know, uh, some kids. You know, and we'll talk about this maybe in a minute. Um, you know, for some people, I may mean, I, I I can remember. Um, and you would know him, so I'm not I'm not gonna say his name though. But there was a we knew a single dad that you know. Um, he's not single anymore. I'm trying to give you little clues here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) we need a single dad um, who, you know, didn't hardly, he barely was employed uh, and he would hire a babysitter, you know, to come to his house so his, to watch his kid while he played a video game. And his mom asked him, said, you know, why why would you do that? Basically, you have no money, you have no, you know, why would you do that? And he said, Yep. It's the only thing I'm good yep. at.
0: I was literally wrote that note down. I mean, so obviously like if you play a sport, do you like I mean most people like let's say is there some sport you're not good at that you, you know, people ever I like, was good at all of them. Let's say card them. games, no, you know, know, you don't really play card yeah. games very often. Well, right, you're not right. a good example cuz you don't care. But so for some other, for me, you know, I don't like playing basketball really at all cuz I'm not good at it. I've never played it often. I might be good at it. I don't know, but I've just not played it. So it's not fun to me to play something that I'm bad at all the time, you know, like that's not fun. You know, and so a lot of people, they aren't going to be the football player. They're not going to be a big basketball player. You know, those take, you have to go find people. You have to get a team together. You have to practice. Like, that's a lot. Whereas with these, you can do it from your home. You can do it easily. The barrier to entry is low. You know, Fortnite it's free. And then, other than the game console or computer or whatever. And, like, it feels like you're, if you're really good, it feels like you are, incredible and people respect you in the community and they're like wow that guy's really good so i mean Mm -hmm. for a lot of people i think that is something where it's like honestly i'm only good at this i can't be good at sports i can't be good at whatever and it does feel that way you know especially if someone's a little bit more introverted or a little bit less like confident personality it can feel like this is and some people are really good and they can make a job out of it and i think if you can make a job out of something then who cares but that's pretty rare i mean that's like an actor you know it's like You know, I mean, not very many people who act in a school player end up ever being you know, able to make money at it. But um, I think a lot of people feel even if it's like because the other thing is it ranks you against people who are your same skill level often. So you can be good against people, your skill level and think you're really good and you get that same kind of like adrenaline rush. But in reality, you're not, you know, but it feels it feels good. And I think a lot of people don't realize that who don't play. I mean, that
1: that makes a lot of sense, actually, that you said that.
0: I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Our family has used Teaching Textbooks for many years, and we have loved every minute of it. Their new 3.0 version of their curriculum is better than ever, and you can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Each and every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy-to-understand way that takes the stress and responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure that they are learning, and you can check their progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun, and you can visit their website, teachingtextbooks.com, to check out a free trial and view a sample lesson. You can also visit their booth at your local homeschooling convention. Thanks to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast.
1: Um, and so how do you, because how do you go then, you know, for me, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, and we're going to talk about it later because sometimes, you know, I can be mean in my comments because, you know, it doesn't feel very real to me maybe because i imagine you know or i just picture kids down you know playing whatever playing mario brothers you know over and over and over and over again you know with a hoodie pulled over their head you know Mm -hmm. with their earphones on and hiding in the room so really there is a lot of interaction you're saying and people do give you feedback so it's not just That yeah. I got to level thirty seven, I have some guy going,
0: right. dude, you're really good at this, man. Right. You, you know, that or kind of even thing. if they're not saying it, you feel like it. Or the other thing I think a lot of people don't realize is the friend interaction is huge. I mean, because like for me, you know, with my friends, we play games. Like so, you know, we're all parents now and stuff, and you know, usually we'll work on something. You know, like we're building that deck, so they're all over at our house playing. You know, working on the deck. Once it's a little bit later, we'll put the kids down or whatnot, and you know, oftentimes we'll play games like card games or whatnot. But sometimes we'll play call of duty and we'll you know be against each other just the four of us no other people you know and we're just fighting against each other and that's super fun because we're interacting you know i've never done that growing up but a lot of them grew up doing that and it's very similar to playing paintball together it's like you're not actually talking to each other while you're playing the game you know and paintball Mm -hmm. but it's still like that bonding where it's like oh did you see that time I hit you like because you're all talking to each other and stuff afterwards and in between and you know ragging on each other and whatnot so it's there is that community and honestly I think community is huge that a lot of people don't realize is these games like Fortnite it brought I mean almost everyone together I mean there was you know one thing that's really rare is a lot of girls don't play a lot of video games generally and Fortnite was one of the first times where like I mean, I know of Maggie's, my sister, She a lot of her friends are playing it, and that is super rare. I mean, other than Minecraft, maybe, there's almost been nothing recently other than maybe like Pokemon Go and some mobile games where like really... So like everyone's playing it, all their friends are playing it, and it gets this community thing where you can talk about it and all of that, and I think that's something a lot of people um, don't realize. And I think there's kind of that stigma of, yeah, it's just like, oh, it's stupid, it's just you're being silly, dumb, childish, which it can be that, but I think there's also... It's like any other form of entertainment. You don't belittle someone for sitting there watching Netflix for eight hours, you know, or not eight hours, for two hours in the well, evening. I might for eight Yeah, hours. you might have a I just mean <laughs> in the evening. Like, let's say you're sitting there, you All watch right. your, you know, sh- some show, you know, for two hours, but instead someone else decides, like, I'm going to play this game where I'm interacting and I feel like I'm doing something versus just sitting there mindlessly watching, you know. That's, it's looked on differently in a lot of cases. And I'm not saying rightfully or wrongly. I'm just saying that is All something right. that a lot of people...
1: Well, do you think maybe that is... Um, uh or, or maybe you could address you know when does it cross the yeah. line because you know because like I've had people say well you can be addicted to reading books mm-hmm. you know and and that may be true you can read books I can remember you know a guy in uh, noble Romans who would bring a book when he had a family of three kids and he would right. read the book while his family <laughs> was there and I can remember pointing him out but I still you know as I talk in our book taming the techno beast I could I could you know, cite lots of people who've lost their families mm-hmm. over video games. So when does the fun to you, when does it cross the line? When maybe even in your own life, do you start right. to say, OK, I need to take a little break.
0: Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing, obviously, and I think this is true for any addiction or anything. That's too much of a distraction is just going to be something that can control you or make you do something that you wouldn't, you know, or make you prioritize it over everything else Mm -hmm. um and obviously if that's if it if anything i think reaches that point that's like a hobby or it's just something that's fun then obviously that's becoming probably an issue i mean it's one thing if it's like hey today my priority even if i need to do something else is to watch the big soccer game or whatever you know like that's one thing if it's rare you know and obviously actually watching sports is probably a big thing that i think a lot of adults you know that would be their video game kind of you know, thing where it's like that takes precedence over almost everything else. But anyways, so obviously if it's controlling you, I think that is where it becomes a big deal where you just feel like all you can think of or all you want to do is that, then I think that crosses that. And yeah, I've felt that before where it's like, maybe it's a new game or something I've been watching a lot on and I'm like, man, I want to play it so bad. and I'm going to just try to get every second I can, you know, figure out to do that. And I think a lot of it is if you don't ever have the opportunity, you know, then you're trying to you know, eat into your other time. And that can be bad. I mean, I know for example, right now, you know, Rissa has been going to sleep and I'm been laying down, you know, like Hudson will be asleep and I'll have like maybe an hour before I go up. And that's been a really good time because everyone's asleep. I can just sit there, I can do whatever, you know, and I don't feel like I'm cutting into anything else. Time wise. Um, I think as a younger kid, it's really important to make sure that a kid is, you know, that it's limited because as an adult, if you are not being controlled by it, your normal natural life, I think, limits that kind of thing. You know, like, I have a job, I have mm. kids, but with a kid, they have a lot of free time. So, I think you have to set the limits for them. Otherwise, they're just going to learn, like, as much as you can whenever you want, you know, type thing. Um, and I think that's important to make sure that they know how to do other things other than just video games, like playing with Lego or playing outside or whatever. Like, And that sounds dumb, and I don't I don't know because I'm not... No, no, no. Yet, I, I agree. I agree. I think that's, that needs to be done, otherwise whatever they choose they're just going to go with it 100% and that's the only thing they're going to even want to do and then you'll never want then they're never going to try anything else because they only want to do that you know um, well i
1: think even for parents you know i mean i think that and like like i said we we have you know some little kids right now this is an in process thing mm-hmm. you know when your kids start lying about it when they when they're sneaking You know, those should be little telltale signs, I think, that we need to address it. You know, and I found even with Ben and Sam and the older kids that when we reeled it in, when it was at a comfortable level, you didn't talk about it all the time. Right. You know, I mean, when it becomes like that's all all they talk about, I think it means, because I'll even get letters from moms or wives who will say, you know, I wake up and my my husband's down in the bathroom and he's playing it at three o'clock in the morning, you know, because they're trying. They know they shouldn't be, but they just can't stop. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it's hard because, like, I you know, I mean, you're a very different person in the way of like you really don't have anything right. hobby wise that you even care to do, really. I mean, that you don't ever you've never made that at least a precedent right. or anything huh. in your life. You know, so you don't feel that, like, I really want to do this thing that I'm into. And so for, like, me, I am the complete opposite, where, like, I have tons of things that interest me. And I work all day, come home and work all evening, spend my time, you know. And so there's these things where it's like, man, that really is fun. And I like to think about these things, like, whether it's technology or, I, you know, mm-hmm. collecting pocket knives or whatever. It's like, so I try to dig out time where I can. That doesn't affect the rest of my family. And so I don't think it's necessarily always that, but it can be. Um, And uh, there was somewhere I was going to go with that. Um, I was saying about, you know, kind of sneaking around doing it. Oh, I was going to say, I think if you like, I think the hardest thing that probably would be cause that is one, too, is if if you have kids or something where it's been unlimited and then all of a sudden just like restrict it to all get out. I think that would be really tough. You know, I Mm. think it needs to be consistent or at least in stages, you know, because I think that oftentimes as a kid, that was super frustrating. It was like, okay, well just nothing ever again. And you're like, what the, you know, from all the way from mm-hmm. that to nothing, that would be pretty tough. So I would, right. I mean, if if you already let your kids unlimited, but you feel like we need to cut back, then maybe try it in just steps like, hey guys, for today, one day a week for the first month, we're not going to allow any video games. And then maybe it's like, mm-hmm. hey guys, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that would work, but I was just thinking that, I just feel like that could potentially. What about,
1: what about, and now I'm talking more adults, because I know there are some ladies listening, mm-hmm. whose husbands are, you know, they just sit and they play videos right. all the time. Um, did you do you ever do, can you do you get a sense, you know, talking to your friends? Do how do the wives are are there some guys that maybe have are playing too much that their wives make comments? I mean, should that be a signal really? to yeah. the husband?
0: I mean, I would think so. I mean, if like Rissa doesn't even care as long as she feels like she's the priority, you know. So, if it's feeling like she's having, you know, like There was a time before, really it was before Hudson was born now I don't really have any time at all for it but before it was you know if it was like she was calling me away from something or I was getting distracted or it was like she was trying to talk to me you know like obviously like that that was where it was like okay I need to just not worry about it until maybe when she takes a bath or something like that you know and if that's only two hours a week then oh well you know because but if you're trying if she's trying to pull you away all the time because she wants to talk you know then I think that's definitely a a line and yeah I definitely have friends who it's sometimes where not, and they're all really good about it in general, but a couple of times it'll be like, the wife's like, yeah, you know, I was trying to talk to him and, you know, it's just like, can you just get off your thing for a little bit, you know? And especially like in an online format, it's, you can't pause it, you know? So it's like, I'm going to die, you know, and it feels important, but it's not, you know? So yeah, definitely. Um, So again, I think for an adult, if that's something where you're not like, he can't ever do it, or, you know, you're just, like, eliminated from your life, then I think having, like, a designated time, even for a, an adult maybe, being, like, for any hobby, you know, being like, hey, you know, on Wednesday nights, I know you want to go play volleyball, you know, for that one hour late at night or whatever, you know, that's fine. But the rest of it, I'm just going to be dedicated to the rest of the family. I mean, for me, that's a mental thing that, like, I need to have expectations that it's not going to happen, that I'm not going to do something like that or whatever. Otherwise, I'm, like, trying to figure out all the time when, I can do something that I want to do, you know, and I just think that's a bad mindset and it's easy to slip into. Um, if that makes sense.
1: So what do you say to the, to the parent maybe um, who just, because as parents, sometimes we get frustrated because we just don't, you know, and again, I talked to them a yeah. lot, lots and they'll say, I mean, all my kid wants to do is play right. Fortnite or all they want to do is Minecraft or all they want to do is clash of Clans, or all they want to do is this. And they just don't know what to do. And sometimes they just yeah. give in. I mean, How could you encourage a parent, you know, who just feels like, I just don't know what to do. I mean, I just, maybe I'll just, is it okay just to let them do whatever they want to do?
0: Well, I feel like a lot of parents, it's, you know, and I mean, even in our age group, you know, even though I haven't been a parent very long, I still see a lot of friends and stuff or acquaintances, you know, where it's like, if the kid's quiet, that's the only, that's the only indicator of whether we're doing a good job or if they should be doing it or not, you know, and I don't think that's good because then it's like, You know, you're not using much parenting in there other than just, like, distraction. Uh, That's why, like, we got the, you know, car with DVD players, and I was just like, I don't want to have it. Every time we turn on the car, she has to watch something, you know, because it's just easy to slip into that um i think the other thing is if you don't let them play it then you need to have make sure that they have other alternatives and that they you know that's why i think it's important to limit it from an early age and make sure they know how to play because like otherwise yeah it will feel like i'm so bored i don't know what to do but if they can't do it then they're going to come up with other stuff you know whether it's lego or Playmobil or playing outside or whatever else you know so i think that's important um i think the other thing you could try is like get to know what your kid does, like do it with them or something like that, just so you're aware more, or you can see what it's like, you know, I think that's something that, um, I mean, I don't know why, you know, if it's everything else, you know, families do as a, team why it can't or sit together why it can't be something that you know that's why i thought that we was really cool is you know we play bowling together as a tournament you know or we do tennis together and that was really cool was like it allowed families to do stuff together and i think a lot of adults just who aren't didn't grow up with it or don't care about it just have no clue and they just you know think it's all bad and whatever so i think a lot of kids would be it would make their day and make really special if You know, they did Mario Kart with them for a little bit, you know, and maybe that's how they kind of ease into it, just so they know what it is. So then they can address it easier and feel like they're kind of maybe approaching their kid from a little bit easier than just like, it's all terrible. Get off that stupid thing, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, I think, could cause resentment. And obviously you don't have to. But with Lego, it's kind of hard for an adult, you know, for me to play with dolls and stuff. You know, it's harder for me to be like, oh, this is a blast. I have so much imagination, you know, that's hard. But, you know, playing a little thing with the kid for a little bit, I think would, be, I think that's something that a lot of parents could do just to kind of get an idea of what's going on and then maybe watch what Fortnite is for like more than, you know, just a glancing, you know, uh, glancing thing. And then that way, I think maybe you could at least kind of have a little bit more, uh, you know, kind of get where they're coming from as well. Um but I do think there definitely needs to be restrictions for sure. Uh, and I don't mean – if anything I'm saying, it's not that like, oh, well, all video games should just be allowed and good and unlimited access because, one, there's a lot of bad stuff in a lot of them. And, two, you know, if you allow anything in unlimited <laughs> amounts, I think it's going to be probably an issue. Um, so, I don't know. Okay. Well, hey, you know
1: what, Ben? I think this we should do this for two shows. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make the call right now. We're going to kind of end it. But, hey, uh, I'd like to, if you have a question, maybe for Ben, because, I mean, I, I don't know how a dad couldn't listen to his son and be impressed, um, when like me. You know, I'm just listening to Ben, and, and, you know, I didn't do a very good job of playing games and those kind of things, playing the video games. And, you know, he probably does have some issues he has to work <laughs> through. Uh, but I, he'll probably be okay. Um, but I just uh, am... I'm. I, I just think he's communicated what I needed to hear, and I think maybe what others need to hear. So maybe if you have a question for Ben, or maybe a question for me, um, how about we talk about it next week, and we'll talk about some other things. You know, like maybe some of those games that that we do need to unplug our kids from. That maybe we'd say, hey, you know, there's some images here, or some things here, or you know, um, you know, and I'll and I'll just tell tell you like like. Ben mentioned Minecraft, you know, our kids, our little kids never played Minecraft, not that it was bad. I never thought it was bad, but there was something about it that seemed had the kids, you know, it it had such an attraction to it. It made me a little nervous, you know, and maybe there are other things. And again, Ben will, will have a better answer than I do. Um, and, uh, and again, if, uh, if you want to look at our book, uh, taming the techno beast, you can check that out. We also have a workbook for, uh, your kids to go through, um, kind of gives them some perspective. And and again, maybe I'm going to have to rewrite it with Ben because he's giving me even more perspective. Uh, but thanks for listening to us. Um, hopefully next week we'll be live. Have a great week. If you're enjoying some spring weather, let that spring weather kind of be a signal from God that you need to maybe relax, you set your schedule aside for a day, enjoy the weather, enjoy your kids. And, of course, that should make you smile.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this first part of this topic. If you have any questions you would like me or dad to answer next week, please be sure to message us on Facebook or you can email us at Todd at the We also want to thank our good friends at Teaching Textbooks for making today's show possible. You can learn more about their great math products, view a sample lesson, and check out their affordable pricing at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a wonderful week, and as always, keep smiling.